Yeah, have you? Good. Oh. oh, that was. Did you have a song sync? I had. I yeah. Had a song. It was so relevant to like what's happening, what's coming up. The recent Rob podcast. Rob podcast. Who first? <clears throat> you go first. I'll I'll sing my song second. But I want you to sing it with me. I'm singing a different song though. I know, but my song is better. Your song is better? It is. Absolutely not, man. How do you even know? How do you know? All right, you go first. I don't, I don't want to sing my song now. <laughs> you know? No. You go know? ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just, I was, I was in a Stephanie Mills mode. Okay. So, you know. All right, ready? Five, six, I'm, seven, eight. I feel good. I feel good all over. That's my, that's my, it's just stuck in my head. That's all, you know? All right, that's here it. goes. Here's mine. You have to sing it with me, though. <clears throat> you ready? Go. Have you ever loved somebody so much it makes you cry? Have you ever needed something so bad you can't sleep at night? I don't know these words. Have you ever tried to find the ones but they don't? Come out right. Okay, okay. I, n- I told you mine was better. It's not, yo. It's not. You know why? Because it, you know why it is, and not that it's not. Before you even okay respond, because it's Brandy, and hold Brandy. On. Hold on. Let me finish. <laughs> Brandy is winning right now. First Look, of all, you're not about to come for Stephanie Mills like that. I'm not. I didn't come for her. Okay, no one's coming for her. I felt like you was being a tad you disrespectful. You are being defensive. I felt like you was being a tad bit disrespectful. First, I'm of all, not being okay? disrespectful. You was disrespecting all Stephanie homage Mills. is due to Stephanie Mills. But however, I am a '90s girl through and through. A '90s R&B girl, to be specific. So, so okay. So, pero listen to me, papi. Listen, okay. So. As I was saying, Brandy is winning right now. You know, Moesha is making crazy numbers. Brandy just dropped an album and Versus is coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies Man, and gentlemen. I'm not tuning Brandy into that Versus. versus I'm not tuning into that Versus. You know what? They've been pitting no, the two no, no, women sh- against each other for forever. I'm not tuning not, into that Versus. But Versus I'm not interested. You're disrespectful. No. No, this I'm is a, this is actually low-key problematic. And I think, really? yes, we might need to talk about this in therapy. This is problematic. Yes. I don't want to listen to Brandy and Monica's verses. But like you, like they're not putting two women against each other. Like, and they know that. I think at this point in this stage of verses, everyone knows that it's not a. It's a celebration. You're right. So why are you coming with all of this hate and unnecessary hey, there's drama? There's no hatred. There's no hatred, but I won't be tapping in. Do you not? Are you not a fan? Like, how are you not a fan? And that that is problematic. I'm like to me. kind of a fan, but I'm not a fan fan. I've never owned an album from either of those women, and that make that shocks you. Like, am yeah. I am I supposed to? Am I am I their target you're too, audience? You're yeah. Well, am I their target audience? Around that time, I was buying Nas and a bunch of other stuff. I was you, definitely duality. Not buying, you wasn't. And I was into R&B, but I was purchasing a different type of R&B. And I, I was not exactly purchasing that type of R&B. This low-key breaks my heart. Like, Brandy is, like, my whole entire... Brandy's amazing. Nobody's taking... I, I won't take anything away from her. Like, she's amazing. But I never owned an album. So you're not going to tune in? We're going to turn the whole living room into a Monica Brandy situation. You talking about on Monday? Yes. This is an awkward silence. 
This is not how I wanted to start off. We just learned something new about each other. Wow. Listen, anyway. I don't hate Brandy or Monica. I have nothing but love for those women. But like I said, I just don't own any of those albums, and I'm not as excited about this. I'm just, I'm not I gotta as, find, I'm not as excited about I gotta this. find those, um, those black sling black slingbacks. So Steve Madden slingbacks from the '90s. Talking about the chunky joints. The chunky joints. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what you're talking about. And it was just like it made. I feel like when you walked in them, like you had to hear it slap your foot when you walked. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, yeah, you know, well, every look, black girl had it. Every every black girl in the nineties wore that. Let me let me ask you one time though. Do you think do you think I'm Monica's target audience? I mean, you can be. If you're I mean, you could be. She had bobs. They both did. Yeah, they had joints for sure. They both had joints. All of the all of the singles, all of the hit singles were, were definitely joints, you know. Yeah. In my in my in my mind that I can go back to that I that Absolutely. I rock with. You've never been in love, Angel. Like I mean, there's so many songs like um, Full Moon. I mean, oh, we could just we could do this. Like, See, like full like Full Moon was dope, but like I I wouldn't be riding around like me driving listening to Full Moon. But you listen to women R and B artists on repeat that are like in yes. the same category. So I don't understand. You're See, just but I don't, you're selecting I don't, and choosing. No, yeah, there's there there is some select selectivity when it comes to like what I listen to and what I actually like ride to. Um but full moon's not one of those joints for me. Okay. Personally. We just let's just not let's just we're just gonna to leave it at topic. that. Uh I'm excited. I hope the rest of the world is but Anyway, episode 39 of the Recent Rob Podcast, Hello World. I'm coming in a little aggressive because with my hands, I'm using my hands to talk. Yeah, she's definitely. <laughs> with the uh, neck roll because. With the super energy. Because you, you're not with the, you're not excited about Brandy and Monica. But, um, no. you know, but we're here, we're back at it again, six weeks in a row. I just, I really feel like I want to like make an announcement every time we're consistent because. That is an accomplishment for us. We out here. This is the thing. Yeah, it's Tuesdays is, is when we record. Wednesdays is when we drop. It's a hard rule no matter what as the world is on fire. Literally. Yeah, six weeks is hard. Consistency is hard, period. Shouts out to all the consistent people in the world who are doing things on the daily and you know making their self known, their presence known, their their vibes available to the world. Shouts out to you. Yeah, you know? for sure. It's not easy. Yeah, man. Um, so much is going on um, per usual. What's up? What you got? What topics are, are in your mind? How was your week? Um, my week is my week has been good. You know, I started I started over last week. You know, I had like a trash like seven days in a row, mm-hmm. and like I you drank. say that like every like twenty one days. Yeah, yeah. And then I drank like a gallon of water. You feel good now? And now I feel like a champion. You know Feeling what I'm saying? good. Yeah, like yo. You, should. you know why? Yo, people always talking about like hydrate and like mind your business and like like it's a solution and to moisturize life. Moisturize your skin. It is. It's a solution to life. I swear. You drink a gallon of water and like just don't get on Twitter. And for, you like, cut your beard hours. off. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, that happened. You really look like a whole nother person. Yeah. We gotta insert the clip of um Kiki Palmer right here. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know who this man is you <laughs> look so different um yeah, yeah but i still love you i love you too I yeah just, i had to, i needed something new i feel like my beard was taking over my face and that's you know 
I mean, it's tough. It's hard to make. It's it's a lot to maintain. It is, but and it's iconic. It's who you are. Everyone knows you for your. I beard. mean, it's not it's not over with. It's not like I'm never gonna grow it back out. You gonna bring just, it back? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna bring it back. You know, I've, I've got a, I've got a strategy and a technique with it. You know, not just right now. I'm just in a in a you know very short beard phase of life right now. This is where I'm going right now. I'm gonna live here for a little bit of time. Mm. You know, I needed something yeah. new. Change is good. Well, let's get into it. So, damn Gina. Right. Okay. So I don't know. We talked about it briefly, the whole Tory Megan thing. And the reason why we are continuously discussing this topic is because we are a black couple, you know, we're in a relationship, we're millennials and, um, I'm highly bothered as more details have been revealed, um, you know, with Megan and she kind of went on, she went on, she, not kind of, she did. She went on Instagram live and said, yes, Tory Lanez did shoot me. I was getting out the car and he shot my foot and you know, everybody's just an outrage. People are calling her a snitch. People are saying, you know, why aren't we defending her? It's just a lot of noise going on about this whole situation. It's very complex, very strange. Um, but in all of this, I, feel some type of way and Reese you had brought up a question because you was like so okay um for all of my for all of my queens out there for all of my black women for all, just women period uh, but but most importantly black women we're gonna stay there for for the moment because that's the group of people that we're talking about right yes. now right uh so for black women I need to I need to say some things and I've got to ask some questions because as a black man um I found myself at a loss uh, last week for like what to say, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, what to say, when to say it, how to say it, you know, what's problematic. I, I want to know from, I want to know from black women in a situation like that, like, how do we support you? Like, what do you need us to say? How do we need to stand up? Because like, it's all, you know, sometimes, sometimes we don't actually know. Like, I don't know that we all know. Yeah. So we talked about it off air and we definitely were like, we have to talk about this on the podcast because initially when Reese asked this question, I got upset and I had, I looked at him like, how, how could you not know? Like, that's the problem. Um, so I had to take the opportunity to educate, which I think is just what we need to be do. It, it sucks that we have to educate. We shouldn't have to, but this is the space that we're in. So um, for me, to answer that question, because you, Reese, you know, I don't think that when we say protect black women and we're specifically talking to black men, um, we're not saying you like Reese or the men that do protect their black women because you protect me more than sometimes I even protect myself, you know, and um, that's one of the reasons why I marry you. Aww. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, when we say protect black women, we're talking about the majority of black men who refuse to acknowledge a lot of their toxic behaviors and situations that had, that can, that has escalated to the situation of, of Megan and Tori. And also what we need you to do, and this is directed to you and to all black men, it's just men period when it comes to women, um, is using your voice, not necessarily, when, when we say use your voice, if that's what you need to do, we don't mean creating a, 140 characters on Twitter. That's not using your voice. It's an outlet. Yes, it's great. But um, using your voice means checking your homeboys, 
using your voice means having those tough conversations with your, with your, with your, you know, with your homies that you know are toxic. Because Reese, you do have toxic friends, yes or no? So, with toxic behaviors, you know, they friends work. with toxic behaviors. I got, I got friends who are on their journey and who are trying to work through some things. You know, they've got toxic behaviors. Yeah, they got, they got some work to do. They've got some work to well, do. Can I, can I interject for one second? I sure. have a question. Um, so, so my question, um. You know, like part of part of the question was like, what do we say? But I also noticed that like a lot of times when men are silent, like black women are really not standing for that at all. And we're talking about men with platforms and not even just men with platforms. Like when men don't say anything like out loud in the space of social media, in the space where people can hear it, like black women seem to be pretty upset and how how do we how do we how do we address that as black men? Say, what are we supposed to say? To say something. Let me to, let me paint the analogy for you. And this is a difficult analogy, but it's the only thing that makes sense. It's the same conversation with Black Lives Matter. It's the same conversation where we are trying to tell our white allies and the and our oppressors like, hey, we deserve to exist. We deserve equality. And we are very tired of having to yell at the top of a mountain that we deserve to live and you deciding to ignore and not say anything because it's none of your business or it doesn't apply to you. And that right there, that right there is the same argument that black people as a whole, men and women say to white people. It's the same exact argument that black women are saying to men. So what's happening in our world in 2020 is an uprising. It is a revolution. People are really starting to unlearn everybody, even the most woke person. You have to unlearn all this shit. We've all been taught to think a certain way, to do, to do things a certain way, right? We've been conditioned black and white, everybody. We've all been conditioned. And I think it's okay to change your mind, change your opinion. Once you educate yourself, once you become aware of, how to be a better human, you know what I mean? And a lot of black men have been brought up because of their conditions to think and be and act a certain way. It's wrong. It is not It is not the end of the world for you to admit that. When I say you, I mean black men. Just admit you were wrong. Like how you treat women, how you go about what is wrong. And for men to call Megan a snitch instead of saying like, damn, yo, somebody should have had her back. That shouldn't. That whole situation should have never happened. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch anybody. Um, call. I know it exists. It I know exists. People said you know, that. our circle. I, I saw more support than I saw because uh, we any, we follow the know. people. We follow the right people. Well, That's our echo chamber. You no, know, I follow everybody. So I follow way outside the echo chamber. Yeah, like, I follow. But you got to think about stuff. like her mentions, the the millions of comments that we'll never, that we'll see, never see that she right. sees. That that's something to to wake up and you know you know have to deal with the tr- trauma of being shot. And then having somebody say, well, why you had to tell out the business? Like, bruh, for real? That's your first response? That's your first yeah, response that's to call me a snitch? Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's yeah. just, it's just, so, it's problematic on so many levels. Yeah, I guess, um, you know, one of, one of the problems that I can, I can admit, um, from my standpoint, and, and I know that a lot of other black men probably have the same issue. I don't know that we're coming from the same place when we do it. But I'll say one of the problems that we have as a community is, all right, well, I'm not going to say too much because I don't know the details. What happened, right? Oh, the same, thing with the, a, same thing that a white person says. Yeah, you know what? Like, so, so, so the reason, situation. so you and I have talked about this like extensively about who I am and why I tend to lean towards like, I'm, you know, I don't know what happened, right? Right. 
not related to Megan's situation. So let's just not relate that to to Megan's situation. Um, I think that sometimes, like, because because of like I'm a hard evidence, hard facts type of guy. Sometimes I don't say anything, but I guess like in these types of situations. I mean, really, when when you think about the whole the whole entire situation as a whole, we can we can condemn the whole entire thing and be like, sorry, yo, like, what the what the fuck, like, that's not a thing you should have ever done. Uh, but I do see a lot of black men like, yo, well, what happened? Like, what was she doing? Like, what was she on? Which, like, you know what I which, mean? Like, I'm glad you brought that up because let's talk about, and I hate I hate that I have to continue bringing this back, but it's relevant. It's not going anywhere. It's in our face. Jacob Blake, right out of what wisconsin wisconsin shot in the back it was a six or seven times and i saw you know everyone's talking about it and that's exactly what white people are doing well what happened well why did he did he so did he deserve to get shot there i heard there was a knife in his hand and he shouldn't have resisted and this and that you you see what i'm saying do you see the parallels in that yeah, it's do. like it's like it doesn't <clears throat> matter why the no, fuck it doesn't matter. did you she doesn't... shoot him? Why the fuck did you shoot her? Yeah, for it doesn't Tori's, matter. For Tori's sake, we can't... There's no excusing. The, it doesn't uh, matter what, what the situation was. It doesn't matter if she provoked him. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. It does not warrant you taking out a weapon. And you could have killed her. You could have... I mean, that's, a, I mean that's, that's for me the argument. And there is no... You could like fight me on that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I won't. I won't fight you on you, that. You can't. I mean, just I will in not general. Fight you and on I know. That. I, I know that you're not like asking me directly, yeah. but it's just so frustrating that we condemn white people for how they act and respond to situations when we're just trying to prove that we should live and within our own community. We do the exact same thing and write the exact same narrative that we're yelling at. Like we're that's so hypocritical. It is. Um, it's it's you know it's 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 such a it's such a nuanced thing in our community though. Like because like ah uh, this, it, I feel like I feel like um, there is mistrust like between black men and black women sometimes, right? Absolutely. Because like you know um, like black men can be toxic as hell. Yeah, so, Big facts. and so can and so, can and so can black women at the end of the day too. Absolutely. Like so like I think I think that we have to be we have to be cautious cuz one of the things, you know, I can't even sit here and lie and I don't I, I don't want to be fried for this, but I do want to be honest about my opinion and I want to first off start by saying I'm growing, please work with me. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is is like first of all, it's no excuse for Tori to ever pull out a gun and shoot a female. It's no reason for a man to hit a female, push a female, grab a female, choke a female, none of that. And at the same time, I have to say that there is no reason for a woman to emasculate a man, put your fingers in his face. Like, like these are the things I think that that we have to, to talk about. We have to talk about them, right? Because at the end of the day, like a black man sometimes in his mind is like, well, did she put his fingers in it? Like, did she put her fingers in his face? Did she mush the nigga? Did she tell him that he had a small penis? Did she like emasculate? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Because like I, a lot of times, like real, like real talk, these are things that like, and we all Tori, go he through. A, he a tiny little. Yeah, human. we all we all go through these things in our community, and like that is the beginning of so like a mistrust. It's the beginning of a. Mistrust. Have you ever had a woman like really push your buttons to a space where you felt like you one hundred percent you wanted to like spaz yes. on her? Yes, yes. 
And but I have, was and it, I have, and I have most certainly spazzed in a way that, like, I don't that I look back and I'm like, yo, that wasn't it, right? But I'm not a woman beater, and I can say that, right? I'm proud about that. Like, I have, I and I have been tested. You so feel let me? me ask you this: What do you think? Why? Why do you think her behaviors triggered you? Um, because sometimes, sometimes it can come from such a place. Uh, like, so, so we have to talk about abuse on all fronts. Like verbal abuse is abuse, right? Absolutely. Verbal abuse and, and and provocation. Like if a person is trying to emasculate you, trying to make you feel small, complete with no respect whatsoever, like you're you're gonna react. Right. I think the best reaction is to get the fuck away. Mm-hmm. That's not always the first and easiest reaction, right? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, like I said, that's no excuse. It doesn't give you uh, any any right to put your hands on a woman. But I can tell you that I I have had, I have been disrespected to the point of like, holy shit, I got to leave right now. Like, I can't handle this. Like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what's going to happen next. I need to get the fuck out of here. Exit stage left right now, right? And but, but so my question is, why, why were you triggered? Like, like I said, what is it that I made mean, you like, triggered like I to said, say that you, you had to actually think those thoughts? I mean, like, yo, when a person, if a person can come for you without any respect for how you might feel, right? Mm-hmm. And with an intentional, like I said, emasculation, right? Right. Intentional. Not like... Not like you weren't trying. So is it intentional? Like you know, one hundred percent, it's intentional. Or did you think that maybe there's she no had, way. she could have had trauma? There's no way I could into know. her. There's action. no way that I could know. But okay, but back to the argument. Like just because we we all have trauma, my trauma does not give me an excuse to put my hands around your throat, Ex- or to push you, or to slap you, or to shoot you, or to say, or to speak to you in any or to type speak of way. to me any type of way that you feel. And like these are conversations that like this is this is such a hard conversation because as a man with this situation with Tori and Megan, I can't. I'm you know I'm, I'm glad that this kind of happened to come out, but like. There was no way I could have ever said those things during like right when that situation happened, because it's then you're justifying and I'm not trying to justify. I'm just saying like we we have this trauma towards each other and this mistrust towards each other a lot of times. Yeah, because and and you know what? Like it's argued that these things come from all the way back in like slavery. Right. Because, you know. There were harsh slaves towards other slaves because they had higher positions and because they were being beat. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and like some people will argue that this thing has been passed down from generation to generation to generation. Right. Which I'm not going to completely argue with. But I think that, like, at some point, like, we have to heal that. Like, I'm not saying that women have to be genteel and demure all the time. Right. Because like, I, I know that, like, that's not an argument that I, that I even want to stand next to. But at the same time, like, we have to acknowledge, like, I can't put my hands on you. And you can't call me some punk ass little boy and put your fingers in my face. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's almost as bad as you putting your hands on me. Like, it feels just as bad. I definitely agree that both parties, all, you know, men and women, they, um, we all have toxic traits within us and we have to be able to look within in order to become a better human. But that will never justify never any type of physical harm or any, even mental never. harm. It just, abuse period we have to start we have to stop harming each other so we'll start by saying protect black women and then we're also finished by saying like yo we have to 
heal our, our traumas and not bring that trauma to our partners, not bring that trauma to our friendships. And like, we have to like honor each other and yeah. like respect each other at the end of the day, because if not, and that is, and that is where it usually stops because a lot of us are not willing to address those traumas and those toxic behaviors. We're not, and we yeah. are so defensive and we are so point the finger, you're wrong and I'm right, especially women. Women, we are notorious for thinking and believing 100% that we are right and you are wrong. Um, and sometimes we are, more often than not, you know, I, I will say. But really being truly humble and taking that look in the mirror, which is a difficult thing to do, um, you know, can help. <laughs> can help solve a lot but it sucks man like that whole situation really really blows me um i really do appreciate a lot of the celebrities and people who have spoken up you know to, I, yo listen anybody who so first of all we started the conversation i was asking how uh, i found the dude who has i found the man who has the perfect response to this and that's i'm gonna say yeah let's 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 play his clip. i'm gonna say bun b shouts out to uncle bun if, yeah let's hear what he has to say fuck tory lanes okay and I don't care if this go viral or none of that shit. I'm from Houston, and if somebody would have done something to Megan in this city, we would have rolled. Megan in L.A. by herself. It's just her T. Ferris. She ain't got a mama no more. Her mama's gone. Her daddy is gone. Her grandmother is gone. All the people that loved her and cared about her unconditionally, that looked out for her and would have protected her, ain't there. So as an OG in Houston, I'm standing up. Tory Lane did some whole ass shit. Period. Yeah, I, I know Tory. I know his manager. I know all of them, man. Fuck all that, though. Fuck all that. If the man on drugs, get him some goddamn rehab. If the man got mental health issues, get him some therapy. But you're not just going to sit here and shoot this girl. And we not say nothing. This shit not real. This, I mean, this is not real nigga shit. It's not. Anytime a man... Hurts a woman, that's obsession. That ain't love. That's obsession. Fire shit. Yeah. Fire shit. Major shots out to Uncle Bun B. I feel like I don't know if you I don't know that you could have nailed it any better. Like yeah. so after I asked the question, watching his response was like, oh, thank you. Okay, I get it. We gotta, now. we've got to. Cause imagine if that was your daughter. Everybody's yo, nobody's walking. No, everybody's hurt. Everybody, <laughs> yo, every yo, no, nobody's off limits. No. Don't be nowhere near any of that situation no. with my daughter. Like exactly, no way. exactly. Yeah, and the, she doesn't have her family anymore. You know, like you that's said, right, right. So that's 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 real. But we have to treat all of our women as if they're our daughter, our sister, our mother, our cousin. Um, and that's, that's the truth. Like we have to squat up like that. Big this facts. whole individualism is, is, it's just, it's so ingrained in our, in our, it's, in our DNA. It's, this soci it's our society. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's us. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's not like that everywhere. It shouldn't be. It should not have to be. We have to squat up now more than ever, but yeah, man. Um, Ooh, big facts. Uh, so I had a, I had a Venus versus Mars that I wanted to bring up. I'm from Mars and you from Venus. I'm from Mars Venus and you from Venus. Mars. All right, let's talk about it. Okay, so so I I have a question. I'm I'm not sure what, what define for me what exactly is a fuckboy. What is, what is a fuckboy? <laughs> Wait, boy? okay, let's hold on. Time out. First, let's. Where does this come from? Where does this come from? I think we were having a conversation. Um, 
we were having a conversation last week. I was talking about somebody I knew, and he was like, "Oh, he's a fuckboy," and I was like. Uh, what exactly is a fuckboy? I had to I had to ask the question. Like, what exactly well, is a fuckboy? Well, I'm boy? trying to not curse. So, <laughs> uh, a f boy is, according to the UrbanDictionary.com, someone who is looking for a piece of ass to use and then throw away. Ah, so this is strictly related to treatment of women. Yes. Okay. So that is that your definition of a fuckboy? Can you can you expand on it, or is that your definition as well? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Here's a further detailed definition: a boy who's into strictly sexual relationships, he will lead a girl on and let her down, then apologize only to ask for pictures. Once the girl has welcomed him back into her trust, men like this pretend to genuinely care about the girl, but always fail to prov- to prove the supposed affection. He almost never makes plans because he has to hang out on his terms, which he could be, which he could be the most whimsical of times. And if the girl rejects those plans because she has a legitimate reason for not being able to hang out, he will get pissed. It sounds like a really, really like upset girl wrote this definition. That's a good definition, it, though. It's it, a little more detail. I think that that is exactly what I would consider. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, that leads to my next question. Okay. Is there a such thing as a fuck girl? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but we're called savages. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different lens. Classy. Bo- no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a completely different lens. I feel like, you um, know what? Like, I feel like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to get fried for this. I feel like men probably get a little more criticism for being fuckboys than girls get absolutely, for being savages. Because we know what we're doing, bro. No, you don't. You do it the same way. Nah, no, bro. No, you absolutely do not Yo, know what y'all, you're doing. Yeah, F- have, you, do you, have you ever considered yourself or have you ever had a self-reflection moment like man i was like, um i've definitely done some fuckboy things but well, okay, it's like, pretty rare we're gonna start by saying that because like even like, like ghosting i've definitely ghosted a few you know I, I can i mean i can explain that though i feel like i feel like how do you ghosting, explain ghosting just let okay. the person know that you no longer want to talk to them ghosting is so trash it is trash and i won't do it again right oh <laughs> <laughs> because I felt like it, you know, when I did it, I felt pretty shitty. Like about going it. into a situation where you know that nothing is going to come out of it, but still reaping the benefits of no, the relationship. So, so this is so this leading is leading people on. I mean, I could go on. The last time I ghosted somebody, um, damn, and and this is recent. This is because of you, right? Oh, oh, yeah. But you so, could have told a girl. No, I mean, <sighs> yo, we. So here's the thing: we didn't have sex, we didn't kiss, we didn't really do much. We hung out a couple of times. We probably hung out like three or four times, right? Okay. Um, but I'm getting to know you at the same time. Our hang, like her and I's hangs were pretty infrequent, right? Uh-huh. So it wasn't like all the time. It was like, hey. Do I know about the situation? Uh, No. No. I mean, you didn't need to know about the situation. Oh. I ghosted her. No, I ghosted her like right like after we started hanging out. Like so right was, after we started so hanging out. there was out. an overlap? There was no overlap. We hung out probably the last time, like right before I met you. Okay. So you come <laughs> in. So like her, like I can't even front. Like I was interested in the girl, like, and I probably would have kicked it with her in a different way had you not come along. But because we didn't sleep together, because nothing happened between us. I was like, man, I don't know if I feel like explaining that I met somebody that I'm not with and I don't know where this did is going. Did she follow up? Oh, uh, no, but I did run into her and how I was and that? I did apologize. You how how was the whole interaction? Um, you know, I, I could feel I could feel her energy like nigga, where'd you go? Right? I could feel her energy and 
I didn't waste any time. I walked right up on her. I was like, hey, you know what? I disappeared on you. I didn't mean to do it that way. You know, I met somebody. I didn't know what to say. I'm sorry for that. That was my fault. Well, that's very gentleman of you. Yeah, yeah. That's but I mean, I've done some. I've done some other, some other fuckboy things in my life too, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, nah. Like I said, sparingly. Sparingly. I mean, I can count on like one hand. You know. Also, I feel like that um, an f boy is someone who can like really knows how to like wear a mask. (laughs) Well. They fit right into uh 2020 because like, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the joke. Thank you. Um. <laughs> She's here you. all night, ladies and gentlemen. She's here all night. Uh, no, but they wear masks. So when I say that, I mean they appear to be one way and do and they seem perfect and they can have this. They can carry this charade for three, four years. But like their intentions are completely not what they seem. And that is like the worst type of F boy because it's just like they do all the right things in quotation marks, you know, but like underlying you start to see things start to unravel as time progresses because time always tells time will always tell the truth on all your shit. Like that's that's facts, you know, but some men out here really have mastered this mask life where they just really appear to be one way, but they really like trash underneath. And that is, I think the most more than like a guy who, you know, comes in for a quick hit and leaves a guy who drags on and drags you into this vortex of just F shit the whole time, bro, you deserve to be Molly Wops. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't, I am sorry. That is the worst i can't i can't say that i've ever like i i you know when i don't if i don't feel you if i'm not feeling you i can't i can't act like i am you won't think that i'm like falling for you if i'm not falling for you (laughs) that's that's not gonna happen that's because i can't do it that's great some men even understand that shit like why would you like you almost like you're restricting a part of your freedom let me ask you this when you were single what's the how many what's the most women that you've dealt with at the same time you don't have to answer if you don't want to but so so i've never i've never juggled women we're gonna start there right so it's never been because you're horrible at multitasking yeah i've never juggled women (laughs) i will say that like there's been a time that maybe i was talking to somebody and we were kicking it and then like randomly like i ran into like an old fling and we hung out one night and that might have overlapped mm-hmm. but like it was like a one-time thing i never juggled women you i never like had the, more than know, one woman at a time mass text what are you doing beautiful or no, good morning beautiful no, to so, like four women at the same no, time no that's not my th- well let me let me damn yeah so no when i was 16 <laughs> but but not really I, i'll say this there was there was one time uh when i was 16 i was talking to a girl and her and i were kicking it on a regular basis and i was talking to another girl in another state and that was that was a little bit foolish of me i kind of got caught wait, up wait wait you were talking to a girl i was talking to a girl and her and i were kicking it a little like not seriously we'd see each other every saturday right Okay. You know what I mean? Like we see each other every Saturday, right? <laughs> and then this other girl that I was talking to That was to, it only on Saturdays? Mostly. <laughs> yeah, just like Saturday night. You know what I'm saying? Like we oh, just okay. see each other Saturday night. We hang out, you know. I mean, we were kids. We didn't have any house like we, I mean, we kicked it at her house mm-hmm. most of the time, but like only if her folks were gone, like I hope your mother's not listening. She probably is. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> um 
you know, we would kick it. We would kick it on Saturdays. And then, you know, there was another girl who was interested in me in another state, which is like, you know, I'm from I'm like from right on the Mason Dixon line. So I lived in Maryland. I was talking Southern to another ass. girl in, in Pennsylvania. And, um, you know, I hung out with the other girl one time and we kissed. Right. So I, it kind of could seem like I was juggling. And I like th- that time I was actually being a fuckboy. Like in that in that moment I was being a bit of a fuckboy. Were you exclusive? We were not exclusive. So then no, you weren't. But she didn't. But know. it did. She found. Oh, so oh, she found out. She found out. How she find out? I man, do I have to tell this story? You absolutely do. We need to know. I Yo, haven't even haven't even heard this story. I did it so wrong, right? <sighs> rookie move. Super rookie moves. <laughs> So Saturday night, uh-huh. I go over to the shorty crib that I kick it with, like uh-huh. that I was kicking it with. Okay. We kick it. There's a party that everybody knows about that Saturday, right? She's like, you going to the party? I'm like, eh, I don't know. She's like, you think I should go to the party? I'm like, nah, I don't go to the party, right? I invite other old girl to the party. So you knew about this party? Yes. But you kind of played it off to her like you didn't know. No, nah, I didn't play it like I didn't know. She asked me if she should go. I was like, no, nah, don't worry about that party. It ain't a big deal. But I was going. I didn't hype it like I was going necessarily either, though, right? Mm, you so, brought the new girl. So I kick it with her that night. Leave. Leave. Go to the party. Go to the party. The with, o- o- other girls. Oh, yeah, there. that was definitely F-boy move. And her and I were the only two in the basement. And then old girl shows up. And walks in on you guys? We weren't doing nothing, you know what I'm saying? But we were alone. So it just looked, the optics like, were real bad. She was, this is what, like 16? They were, everybody was like 16? Yeah. Oh, that's devastating the to optics, the heart. The optics were real that bad. That is like a, a, the ultimate heartbreak. You know what's crazy? I wasn't really, yo, I never I never was that type of guy. But what like right, I would never was like a player or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like right before her, I got like my, my poor little heart shattered to pieces and shit. <laughs> Right. And I became a little bit of a savage, a momentary savage. Mm-hmm. I became a momentary savage. And this is one of your savage moments. That was one of my savage moments. Interesting. And I'm not proud of it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, can. it's, you know, it's all good now. You know, it's, it's I would say it's water all under the bridge, <laughs> you know, but um, that's definitely, it's not my character though. Like I said, I told you, I never juggled women. You know, my thing, I'm, I've never really been a fan of like, uh, like a jump off situation. Right. Yeah. Like, so even, even if it is just casual, like I want you to come over and like listen to music and maybe like drink some wine and like talk about shit and like kind of hang out. Like I don't just have like a, I've never really been the type to just like, okay, you come over, we'll be savages and then I'll see you later. Bye. Like I've never really been that type of guy. Oh man. It's not my thing. You remember when we first started dating? I do remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good times, man. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't like a savage or. or Yes, you were. Was I? I I was a savage. Not to me. Nah. Yeah. I felt like you. You had a lot of game. I had what? (laughs) Wait a minute now. Game. (laughs) I have no game. Yeah, that's right. You you do have game. I have no zero game. You. See, that is a part of the game. I'm charming. I you, don't have game though. It's a different thing. It's a part of it. No. When what? you have game, like you have a you have a program that you're running, right? <laughs> a person who has game has a program that they're running. Like I didn't have any program. You just had charm. And I was completely I was like pretty raw and uncut. Like I didn't you know You were. Yeah, you I was were. pretty raw and uncut. I was like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm not hiding from you. This is everything right here. You were very, very transparent. 
You were very transparent. Like, what do you think about it? Do you want to come over on Friday? You don't have to because I understand I just threw a lot at you. But if you still want to come kick it on Friday, here's everything. Man. Here it is. The beginning of our relationship was so, I felt like it was so, like, young and fleeting. <laughs> I don't know. Like, thinking like we about were, where we are now versus to when we first started dating. You think we were, like, kind of, like, teenage kids or some stuff? Yes. Like, yeah, we were super reckless, like but we were in our 30s. <laughs> no, wait. No, I was 29. I was in my 30s. I was already. 29. Yeah. Yeah. But that was that was that was good times. Um, so let me ask you a question then. Um, if you were to give, you know, now we're fast forward to 2020 and we we're about to get married, you're about to no longer be a single man. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to give relationship advice to a younger you, what would that letter say? And it'd be like a short letter, babe, not like a long letter because you're kind of long winded. Um. I mean, you know what? I, I I like the way that I did most of it. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I know that sounds crazy. Like, I don't have a whole terrible, terrible amount of regrets. I like the way that I did most of it. I would say I would definitely go back and, and, and tell younger self, like, stop wasting time with people who you don't see prospects with, right? Yes. Because I know that they're, like, that's the that's probably the only advice. There was times where I, I probably stuck around when I didn't need to stick around. Yeah. That's um, the only advice. Yeah, I would definitely say the same thing. Like, Rod, there is no need for you to stay in it. You're like, okay, so I tend to be a fixer. Okay. As a as a woman in relationships, and I always like would date somebody and I would always try to fix them, and it's not my responsibility. And so I would tell my younger self, like, that's not your responsibility. You know, if you're not okay with who that person is, then you don't need to be with that person. Yeah. Do not settle. Do not try to find yourself in that person. No, no. You know, no. Um, don't bend over backwards for someone who's not going to bend over backwards for you. No, no. Because I definitely did that a lot, you know, and um, focus on you, boo. Like, focus on you. I would tell younger me, like, mm-mm, just all of these F boys that are coming and going, like, just disregard, stay focused, yeah. stay 100% focused, like, and that's that's that on oh, that. Oh, I definitely would go back and tell uh, the younger version of me, like, do not engage in any fuckboy activity, <laughs> right? To bring back Megan the Stallion, I think that's kind of why she is so popular, because she had definitely in her music in her messaging you know she's in college and which is you know prime prime time for a lot of black young women and a lot that that is a time where we get misguided mostly by men you know where we get distracted mostly by men you know we get caught up in the crazy situations mostly with men um and i like her because she she in her music is kind of like nah sis don't like you don't waste your energy on that on that guy like don't and um i wish i had a megan (laughs) when i was in college to remind me that i don't i don't need a man's validation to determine my worth that's another thing that i would tell myself um yeah yeah, I'd have told myself the other thing I would have told myself is like, yo, uh, like these dreams that you have, 
Like, go pursue those with reckless abandon and do not pursue a relationship because no. everything that you are looking for will be provided by yes. your dream. Your dream will lead you exactly where you're supposed Ooh. to be. Ooh. That yeah. is a that is a message. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. You're gonna get the you're gonna get the the discipline. You'll All probably get the money. You'll probably start to travel. You'll probably start yes. to meet more interesting people. Yes. Your circle will diversify, and then you'll probably find the woman that you're looking for. So just chase your dream. Chase your dream. Nothing write it out. Write it out. Manifest everything that you want. You still can manifest your partner, bro. Like you can still manifest your partner and not have to get involved with all kind of crazy people Big along facts. the way. And, and be and be so happy. Um, not to say I don't regret anything from my past because it made me who I am, and I'm grateful for that. But not everybody's so lucky. You know, some people are really, really traumatized by their situations in their past. And so, you know, if I were to tell anybody um, who's dealing with like you know trying to find that perfect par- person, that partner um, that's in the space right now, just like, how do I get that? This is Continue doing yo, you. Make you. yourself the best version of, of yourself you. that and is, yeah, everything yo. else will follow. Oh, that's Big so facts. real. That's so real. Big facts. Yeah. And continue to work on yourself because we're now three years in. And I mean, I'm pretty dope. I find my say so myself. But then when we started therapy this year, I was quickly reminded. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us were quickly reminded that, you know, this thing is not a one time. All right, we fix it and now we're good. It is a no, constant. Yo, constant. you know what it's like? It's like so. So with us, with our with our professions, with our aims and our dreams, mm-hmm. like it's never enough for the beat that I made last year. Yeah. Like, no, you got to keep going. That doesn't keep... mean anything. This, yeah. The DJ set you did last year means nothing today. I no, mean, it does. It, it, it's a celebration, but at the end of the day, like you only get better if you keep going, Facts. keep practicing, keep oh. hustling, keep thinking about what you're doing, keep trying to purposely improve. Because if you're not purposely trying to improve, you're pretty much getting worse. I don't want to say getting worse. You're just stagnant. No one likes stagnant water. Stagnant's yeah, stagnant's pretty much getting worse. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was a great motivational. You know, I got that. Um, what are you listening to? Just past the Oscorp, man. Yeah. Just past the Oscorp. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to Nas, uh, King's, King's Disease. Disease. Um, other than that, uh, I have also been listening to. I haven't been listening to much musically other than King's Disease. Uh, shouts out to Hit Boy though, cause he's in his bag right now. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I've been listening to a ton of Hidden Brain from NPR. <laughs> I'm completely addicted to it. Like, I, I liked it before, and mm-hmm. like this week, I got addicted to it. What is it about? Way. Are we doing, is this like a sponsored ad? <laughs> I mean, if not, nah, they ain't paying. So, you, oh, nah, okay. nah, nah, nah. It, it's, it's, it's just, um, it's, it's just little, it's just little interesting. I don't want to say useful knowledge, like useless knowledge, because it's useful. Yeah. It's just interesting things that you probably wouldn't think of on your own that will probably help improve the way that you think. Interesting. Definitely want to check that out. It's called Hidden Brain. Um, cool. What are you listening to? I am listening to um, also King's Disease, Nas. Um, I'm liking the evolution. I feel like he spent a little bit more time on this one as opposed to his last album. Um <laughs> I uh, Pharrell just dropped a song with Jay Z called Entrepreneur. Oh, the video is where it's at. I didn't like the song until I saw the I video. I loved it. I love it. I love it. I love it. We need more of it. We need more of it. Um, also, we need more of. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm new to this guy. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Toby, 
Toby Nigway? Nigway, yeah. I've seen snippets here and there. Um, but him Yo. and his family. I, so, okay. Him I, and his family are like, I am definitely like, okay. I love Toby. But. I want to love them more because like they're so consistent and they put so much effort into it. Um, I don't know what it is. Ah. Like I, I I like a lot of what they do. I don't love it all. Really? Like, you know what I'm saying? Have you seen his latest? Like I have with yeah. fat rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, that, you, it goes hard. Uh, it, it does. I mean, like I think I think the overall idea and theme of them mm-hmm. I appreciate because it's his family thing, right? His sister is making the beats. His wife is rhyming with him. They got the baby in the video. I think it's like, just I think so that's kind of cool, especially because what they're doing is in a in a sector that doesn't advocate that you don't see i mean i know he's he's a christian artist right or like he's like i I don't know i don't know if i'm gonna say that he's mostly he like it feels mostly positive but what the thing that i like the most is that like you will hear slight tales of you know i'm hood what what he used to be i'm hood i arm myself i bought my wife a black a black mat you know, yeah, pistol for herself as well. Please we don't, don't try it. But we don't see the we don't see the black family in, in, in entertainment together. No, necessarily. You see either or, and so I think that's dope because it almost it's changing the narrative. And I think the more we see of it, like you know, even with like Jay and Beyonce teaming up together, I I, I like that kind of stuff. I think that that's dope when families unite. Share family business. Family business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's up? We gonna do a song together? You wanna produce a track and put it on um, TikTok? Well, folks, that is uh, the end of our show. What? For real? No, no, no. You wanna you wanna sing? What you wanna do? do boy. <laughs> what you I, trying to do? I can't sing, so like, why would you even suggest that? So what you wanna do? I mean, we can like co-produce something, like you know, like we could do something together. Okay. He's looking at me like, "Girl, goodbye." See <laughs> what I gotta do? With? <laughs> I'm just trying to excel together as a family as we grow. You know I what think, I'm saying? I think what she means when she says co-produce is, Reese, you sit on the boards. I'm gonna tell you what I have in my mind. You <laughs> What's make wrong it with happen. that? There's nothing wrong with that. That's co-producing. Uh, okay. It, it, it it's a form of co-production. Yeah. It's a form of co-production. He doesn't want me to be a producer, y'all. I want you to be a producer. You do? I want you to get on the boards. I want you to get the pads in your hand. I don't want to. I just want to tell you what to do. Like, I, I hear the beat. I want you to Can make you make the that beat. happen? Na, 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 na. And I'm, then you just got to put it on the thing. I want you to make the beat. And then... I'll let you do all of that. I'll guide you right through it. I'll coach you, you know? Oh. I'll coach you through the whole process. All right, homie. Well, whatever. Well. Well. You don't get your foot off my I'm knee. I'm putting my foot on your knee. You don't get your I'm foot putting your foot knee. on my knee. No, my <laughs> foot on your knee. <laughs> my foot on your knee. <laughs> that's mad ticklish, yo. That's like, yeah, it's different. Do my, does my feet bother you? No. I feel like one episode, like way in the past, we had this moment before me touching you with my feet. You want to do a foot massage? Later. Okay. I got you for sure. Okay, I'll make you some cauliflower tacos. What's that? Tonight? Yeah. <laughs> but what's up? What's up? I got you. Say You're no more, edit fam. the podcast while I do that. I'm going to go for a run first. It's got to happen. All right, we got time. Cool. See y'all next week. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>